You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Just setting up. Okay, I'm just. And I think we're live. You can share it now if you want to. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how to. I'm pressing the dots and not seeing a, a save or a, a sorry share. Okay. Okay. This is being. Re- oh yeah. There we go. Sorry. Share. Yeah. Share. Share. Yeah. I'm going to share it as well. Okay, share to a page of story. Right, got you. Fab. Excellent. And welcome to the Daily Insight with Farah Karamburi. I'm your host, Deepak practitioner, keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30 Day Anti Diet Challenge. And today we have David Fernley, who is going to talk about his transformation story in five months, four months. Four months. David lost oh. five stones. Four months. He lost five stones and climbed three mountains and I absolutely want to get down in how you actually got that that's a massive achievement David last time I saw you hello and welcome first hello and welcome to the show how are you thank thank you and thanks for having us thank you appreciate it tell me tell me um I saw you last at our one of our conferences didn't we and that's what I remember of you is the photos that we look back at what was what was the moment when you decided to actually change was it the lockdown yeah it was actually on the the right on the eve of lockdown um it was the 25th of march and yeah. um we we'd we'd gone out amanda and i had gone out because it was you know nobody knew what was going to happen so we'd gone out and and we don't we didn't do the panic buying thing i don't agree with that but we went out yeah, I mean, yeah. we got yeah, you know, yeah. a few days of food in um and we live on a farm on top of the pennines and i decided that well, I went to the gate and I put the padlock on the gate because I thought, I'm not going to be going out now. I don't know when I'm going to be going out next. And I stood there and, <laughs> excuse me, I was kind of thinking, you know, like like so many of us, you know, I've got three businesses and every business was very, very likely to get, going to get hammered by uh, the lockdown and the consequences of that, nobody knew. And, and the government hadn't come out with all the, uh, you know, the, the, the grants and loans and everything that they yeah. did. So it was a very worrying time. And I stood there and I, and I just stood there, Farah. And I thought, this is really bad because I wasn't in a good place anyway. I was drinking too much. I was way overweight. I wasn't healthy. And I thought, if I'm not careful, 
I'm going to end up in a real mess here because of the added stress. So at that point, I thought, I'm going to do something that I I keep meaning to do. I keep giving it a go. I keep doing it for a few days, maybe a couple of weeks. And that is looking after my health. And then life takes over. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to address this. So that it was that evening. It was the 25th of March. And I thought, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to start and I'm going to lose some weight. And I'm going to get healthy again because I used to be years ago and over a 10 year period, which I'm, I'm happy to talk about if it's relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put so much weight on and I felt dreadful. Um, you know, I was 19 stone two. I'd been 13, about 13, 13 and a half stone, put six stone on over a 10 year period. Just felt terrible. So it was at that point, Farah, it was that point I said, that, that's got to change. And I'm going to use this lockdown to, to change, to take the opportunity of the gift of time and get get my my whole health in in order. That's it's a great attitude and a great intention that you that you set. Talk to me a little bit about the ten years that you were really really stressed. What did that what did that look like? Yeah. Just to relate to our, our our audience that are listening, you know, give us your daily. How would you get up and would you have breakfast? What would that look like? Your day. Okay, well, see what if I think a good precursor to that is just to explain that I used to be really fit. Um, Mm-hmm. When I was, I've always had a yo-yo uh, relationship with with weight. You know, I was kind of a fat mm-hmm. kid, but I was a good sports person, captain of the mm-hmm. football team, fat, uh, swam for the county, but I was fat, which was kind of unusual. And then I, I went through a, a fat stage um, in my early 20s. And then when I was 30, I decided to start swimming every day. And I swam for about eight years. I say it wasn't probably every day, but it was between six and seven days a week. Um, wow. and I got real, I got slim again. I got down to 12 and a half, 13 stone, uh, you know, swam two miles a day. I felt fantastic and, and life, life felt good. I felt good. I felt confident in myself, but what happened Farah? Um, I, I got, I realized that the marriage I was in wasn't right. And, um, it, it was going to ultimately fail. And I've got two young kids, Jack and Emma, uh, and, and, and it was a real difficult one because I knew that I knew that it was going to end and, and, and I had to end it if she wasn't going to, and the guilt of that and the, the insecurity and the fears, I got depression. Um, I was diagnosed, diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And what happened was I, I started to slow down on my, on my health routine, started to slow down on, on swimming. And I also used to do other things. I used to do some running and everything, you know, a little bit of boxing training. So it gra- I gradually stopped and the depression started to take over. And um, maybe like lots of people, certainly me, started to start to drink more, started to eat the wrong things, used to have comfort food, used to do a lot of sleeping, used to sleep to try and get away from the, the pain of the, the feelings, which are pretty horrible. Um so what happened was I started to put this weight on. And as I put weight on, I started to lose interest in, in myself, started to feel <clears throat> just just terrible. You know, when I, I always liken it when I talk to people myself. I, you know, when you've been on holiday for a couple of weeks and then you come back to work and after a couple of days, that holiday seems like a lifetime away. Seems mm-hmm. just like another I lifetime. I know what you mean. That was like it was for me, Farah, with, with fitness. I'd been really fit for, you know, for... for, for eight, nine years, 
And then within a matter of weeks, I'd started to put weight on, I'd lost my fitness, I'd lost my routine and all that, all that healthy lifestyle seemed just a lifetime away. So I got depressed. I got depression, and so during that ten years, I yeah, ultimately my my wife and I split up. We got divorced. Uh, it was actually worse than I anticipated it was going to be. We ended up with it in a in a nasty divorce, a really bad child custody issue, um, which ultimately um, I, I wouldn't go into this on, on your podcast, Farah, because it's not relevant. But ultimately. Um, the kids ended up with me full time because social services um, got got involved with some things going over at mothers with mother's boyfriend. Uh, it was a police matter, social services, and Jack and Emma have been with me for six years now full time. Um, How old are they, but, um, David? But the, How old are your kids? Oh, Jack now he's eighteen. Emma's could just okay. coming up to sixteen, but this was oh, like six, this was six years ago, so they're a lot younger. They were like ten and twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So very very sort of crucial time. Tender age. Yeah. Yeah. But all that, all that period, I mean, we went to, you know, went to court umpteen times and it was a very, very stressful time. Last thing I was thinking about was my health. Of I was, course. you know, I, I still had depression. I was still thinking about obviously the, the, the difficulties I had. And also I got made redundant. Um, I, you oh, know, being a, I'm with Amanda. They're not Amanda's kids, as I say, but and Amanda's brilliant with them, but she's not mom. And it was unfair for me to, when I've been put in this position whereby I had suddenly had two kids who went to school 45 minutes away to, to have to change my, to change her life. So I had to go to my employer and said, look, this is situation. Will you help me? Will you be flexible with me? And although they said they would, they didn't. So I had that to deal with as well. And they made me redundant. So it, it was a real bad situation. I don't want to dwell on how that too this, much. Just... How long did this go on for when you were in depressive mode? How long were you depressed for? Yeah, I, I'm not, okay, I'm not sure. Definitely about four or five years. Um, okay. Probably came out of it. I, to be honest with you, Farah, maybe I just came, I don't know, because it's difficult to judge, isn't it? You don't, it's mm. like you don't know when you're not depressed. It, it's kind of a transition. Yeah. Probably two or three years ago, if, if the truth be known. Um, I feel brilliant now, I feel great now. So but you yeah, like it's come it was, out two or three years ago? Yeah, probably. Uh, just yeah. more yeah with stress of business and going into business and, and everything and just things that are going on so okay so I just wanted to give you a little bit of and and you what and, and the followers on here background. a little bit of background yeah. of where I'd come from so yeah over that 10 years um the question was you know what was my routine my routine was that um I, I was I was in business I, I wasn't I was eating um at wrong times I was eating the wrong things you know typically I could I could be out on the road in the morning I'd, I'd be you know drinking lots of coffee in the morning lots of milk lots of sugar three sugars in every coffee and I'd probably take six coffees in the morning that's 18 sugars insulin oh levels are going through the roof you know and I'm and I'm drinking this and then I'm probably going to a, sort of a Tesco's Express or similar and buying a ready-made sandwich full of whatever crisps yeah you know, maybe a snack after it, and then rushing around, I'm, you know, I'm probably actually, you know, I'm eating on the go, and then probably going to go through, drive through McDonald's or something, grab a lunch, grab something for lunch, at whatever time, whatever time I could, get home, might be late, because I was in the service accommodation sector, which is hospitality, so I could never really tell what my, my day was going to be, 
So Farah, I could end up, you know, getting home, driving home at eight o'clock and then phoning home, you know, phoning Amanda, you know, what, what should we do for tea? Well, I don't know, because I don't know what time you're coming home. Or should I grab a takeout? Yeah. Probably taking in something like 4,000 calories a day. Then I'd get home, Farah, and then, you know, with, with the depression, with the anxiety, with the, um, just, just, the way things were in life, you know, I'd probably I'd, I'd open a bottle of gin and I could easily drink half a bottle of gin in the evening, mm. and that was a typical day. It wasn't every day. Wow, it was a typical day, and the consequence of that was was and I did I did six stone to my body. Mm, wow, and, and, and also, is, are you looking after your kids at the same time? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're yeah. taking them to school, then you you know getting their homeworks done. They're going through GCSEs in the you know in the meantime, going to through puberty in the meantime. They're having boyfriend girlfriends problems, maybe you know all kinds of stuff going on. Oh, and obviously dealing with the, the the trauma of what they went through of, of coming to yeah, me, they don't see the mother for six years, which is their choice. But you can yeah. so I'm, I share that so, so you can understand that the sort of trauma and the difficulty that way they went through. So you know, being parents to, to the kids as well, it was yeah, you're juggling loads of balls, three businesses, a 365 day a year business, and you know, you just the last thing on my mind was my health. So what was what was going through your mind when you are going through this kind of a day? What was like a survival mechanism? You're literally just going through thinking. Let's just get through the next hour. Let's just get through today. Yeah, is that how you felt? You, yeah, the, f- the first thing you'd do is get up and, and straight away, you know, like you, you, you know, you'll understand about um, stress hormones and about how, how that mm-hmm. can affect your health and certainly affect your weight. And the first thing I do, Farah, is wake up and, and start straight away, my, my mind is linking, oh, what's today? What bills are coming in? What's in the bank? What have I got to pay? What's happening? So there's no gradual, de- you know, nice sort of... Yeah, no, like a plan that you're going into, right? I've got to do a meditation, then I'm going to go into my, my no, healthy breakfast. No, you're literally firefighting the minute yeah. you got up. Yeah, no. How, how was your sleep, David, all of this time? Terrible. And, and I'm really, that's a really, really top question because this is important. I had two massive problems, well, three massive problems with my sleep, Farah. One, I didn't sleep well. I was up and mm-hmm. down. I dreamt a lot. The other one was that I had sleep apnea. Um, so, you know, I'd, I'd be constantly, I'd be up constantly, but I'd be regular holding my breath. Gosh. I'd be waking up panting. Um, Amanda would be waking me up because I would wake her up by holding my breath, as strange as that might seem. I actually, she actually, I ended up on a machine breathing. Um, you know, you could get the sleep apnea. Are you familiar with yeah. sleep apnea? Yes. Right. The way they 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 try and sort of they monitor your sleep, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. What they do, they give you a machine. Yeah. So you have a machine with a mask that's attached to your head, and you're supposed to sleep with that. I hated it. It was awful. So I had sleep apnea. The other thing that I had was reflux. I had dreadful for about ten years, Farah. I I used to have daily indigestion, to the point whereby I used to take I used to buy um, behind uh, sort of off the shelf. right a new one came out next next sim or something similar and yeah. it's a really sort of decent powerful and i used to have to take one every single day seven three, 30, day, 30 days a month i i used to have to live on them i couldn't if i didn't have them i'd be in chronic indigestion it was dreadful amanda thought i had um an ulcer 
I mm. did, but I just didn't have the guts to go to the doctors and have a camera down my throat. So, you know, and, and, and it was just dreadful. So what happened at night was that I used to get reflux. I used to wake up choking and it was burning in my throat. And I couldn't breathe because it was the acid coming up and reflux. Due to the diet. Yeah. And stress. And drink. Yeah. And stress and drink. So that, wow. to answer your question, my nights weren't very good. The picture that you have drawn, it's really made me feel there's so many people that actually are going through this right now, aren't they? they're firefighting and feeling exactly like you've just described. And I bet you look back at your life now, it's like a movie. It's like you're watching a film and it's not, it's like you're watching it from outside in. One of the great things for me, Farah, is that over the four month period that I I did this transformation, I wrote a book. Um, I've got, I've got, I wrote a book. It's on Amazon now. It's doing really well. I'm getting five star. I've got full five star reviews. I'm really happy about that. But it was really, yeah, it was really good for me to be able to revisit all this because, I've, you know, I've been able to sit down in my time, you know, the book's 50, 54,000 words. I've been able to explain this properly and go through it and, and, and the whole sort of motivation and change in me and, and what, you know. And so, yeah, looking back, it is, it, it, it's like looking at a movie. Um, mm. Very, very different than my life sure. now. So... Yeah. Is it that's 26th of March, 25th, when you actually made the change from this lifestyle you just described? Yes. Yes. Right. I, changed, right. Wow. I made the decision there and then stood at the gates. Uh, did you, you know, like people, people look at, uh, they go on to Google, they Google diets, they Google, how do I do this? Had you done any research before you decided you're going to do that? Or you just decided I'm going to, what, no. what was your plan? What was your plan? No I, had, no, I hadn't. But don't forget, I've been, you know, I've had kind of eight, nine years yeah, you already Very know what fair. to do. Yeah. Um, but and and but what But you I, couldn't I, swim because the lockdown shut the pools. Nah, I couldn't swim. It was no. yeah, it was a case, right? Yeah, I mean it's a great point because because actually, right, okay, I'm going to do this. I've got a good idea what I did before if I replicate that, but actually I am I can't get a gym instructor, I can't go to a gym, I can't go to a pool, I don't want surgery, I don't like fad diets. Um and I don't like calorie counting. So I had, I didn't have, even have a pair of trainers, Farah. Really? Wow. No, I didn't. I didn't have a pair of trainers. I had to, I got a pair of old Crocs that the next morning I went for a walk in. That was Is it. Is that what you started? You started with a walk? Yeah, wow. I started with a walk, okay. yeah. Um, How far did you go on the day one? Oh, again, you're asking some great questions and, I, and, I, and I don't, I'm not just saying that because it's, Really... I, I want to know every. I, I like to know everything about how you did what you did and how you felt. Right. I I I decided that the first thing I was going to do was to start getting into some daily routine. Okay. Now, I've, I've I've spoke to enough people. I'm 50 years of age, Farah. So I've sp- and I've spoken to enough people over my lifetime to know that so many people at New Year make a New Year's resolution, go to the gym, and by February they're fed up. And I don't think there's any great surprise with any of that. And there's so many reasons for it. And one of the reasons is because they don't actually enjoy it. They, they don't yeah. enjoy it. They don't enjoy they, So if you don't enjoy something, you're not going to keep it up. Absolutely. For most people, gym sucks. But they think yeah. that's the only way to get fit, which isn't yeah. true. Yeah. So what I decided to do was, right, what can I do? Because I said, even if I have a pair of trainers, I've only made the decision the night before. So I thought, right, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to get my son, Jack. 
you know, Jack's 18 now and he's he's really fit and he's really slim. He's like, he kind of can run like Forrest Gump um, forever. I'm going to get Jack and I'm going to go for a walk and go from there. So I got up and we got up in the morning. I got him out of bed and we went for a third. And it sounds silly saying 33 minutes, but I, it's in my head because I, di- I, I journaled yeah. everything from the book. I walked for 33 minutes, right? Where I live on this farm, you, we walk down the, fa- down the fields and into this little valley. And I say little valley, because it's not a great big valley. Down by the river and then up the other side. And as I was walking up the side, Farrah, I couldn't walk up the other side. It's an incline, probably like that. And I had to stop t- twice. My heart was pounding. I felt, I just like, oh my God, I can't. And, and, I couldn't walk up the hill without stopping. Mm. So I got back after 33 minutes and I thought, you know what? I, this is terrible, but brilliant. Mm. I'm going to do something. Um, the other thing I had, I must have, I have a, a home rowing machine. It's not, okay. it's not an expensive machine. It's just a kind of 150 pound rowing machine. And I've had it there for about two years. I go on Gathering it. Dust. Yeah. Yeah, I get fed up and I stop. So I thought, right, what I'm going to do, I've got lockdown. I'm going to go for a walk in the morning. I'm going to go and give the rowing machine a go in the afternoon. And that ticks the exercise box. Gotcha. <laughs> and what I can do, I can get my laptop and I can put a music video on or put an audible on or put a podcast on or whatever yeah. it is. And I did 17 minutes before I nearly fell off the rowing machine and it wasn't fast. <laughs> And that was the start of it. Cause I, and I thought to myself, well, if I can do something that I can do, I can be consistent at it. I enjoy walking and with walking, it's fantastic because you can really build it up, can't you? Um, yes. I mean, at the appropriate time, I'll, I'll happy to explain how I did build my exercise up because I've just run a marathon. So, I, you know, you tell me when you want me to explain all that. Um, and whenever you feel it's appropriate because everything that's coming out of your mouth David for people who are listening and the people who are listening is a podcast on Sunday are going to realize that this is the journey and it's very much step by step that you're showing and sharing with us what actually this is how you felt this was only yeah. five months not even five months four months, four months and you started to feel much better afterwards didn't you yeah, so absolutely share whatever you absolutely feel comfortable with okay well I'll t- okay well I'll, sh- I'll share with you then what what, what happened and what the journey was on the exercise side of things. Mm. So what I did, I thought, right, I'm going to have a walk every morning. And we're, you know, if you don't know if you remember back in, in sort of March, April time this year, it was really nice weather. And it was lovely. lovely. Yes. Yeah. And it was brilliant. I was so thankful that it was sunny because it's lockdown. Oh, yeah. At least we could go in the garden and work yes. from there or work out there. Yes. So I, so what happened, I went out in the morning and Jack soon got fed up of coming out with me in the morning. So I ended up on my own. But what I would do, I love listening to, to Audible books. Um, so, I, you know, what I'd do, I'd get an Audible book, I'd put it on my phone, I'd put it on and I'd go for a walk. And from that 33 minutes, I gradually increased it and it increased pretty quick and it increased to about an hour over the, pace, over the space of about three or four days. So, oh, you know, wow. okay. yeah, and, but what I did, Farah, I knew that even if it was just a, a 1% increase in time or, um, or, or, or effort, it was an increase. And psychologically, that was brilliant. I was doing that was rewarding your brain. Yeah. yeah, I was doing something better. So Can you remember, David, can you remember what you were listening to on uh, Audible at that time? Yeah, I was because that was your partner in crime, wasn't it? 
Right, one of the massive things I listened to, one of the massive things that really, really was the game changer for me was the Jason Funk, um, um, the, the, the Obesity Code. That was a big one for me. Um, ah, lovely. And I know we're talking about fasting. So that was a big one for me. Yeah, I li- you know, Amazing. I listened to, I listened to um, gosh, I'm just thinking back now. I listened, I listened to, to David Goggins. Oh, yes. I, I listened to... Oh gosh, I listen. I listen to some Tony Robbins stuff. Um, I listen to. Oh gosh, I forgot the guy's name now. The guy who does meditation. Um, it's, it's a book called Ten Percent Happier. I forgot the guy, the author's name. It's Ten Percent Happier. That was a really good book. So there's quite quite a few books. So what I do all uplifting, great. uplifting and motivational books. They sound like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was good for me because I'd started to write my, my book as well. So, you know, you, yeah. you, you listen to people's work and you think, yeah, so you start cogitating it in your head. And then you think, yeah, that applies to my life. So it's good kind of content and good food for thought. When, when did you plan to write the book? So you, the next morning you went for a walk, but when was the book thought coming to your mind? And, and I, yeah, I started to journal straight away, Farah. Um, uh, okay. It was, the book wasn't in my head, but what I thought right. was I'm going to journal um just to just really to try and give just for me just just, just yourself, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um so but then I, I don't know maybe into a month or something like that I thought to myself you know what this journal because what was happening was I was getting really good um in, uh, encouragement and support on Facebook because what I decided to do and this is a really important lesson I'd share with with, with you and, and, your, and your, your listeners Accountability is so important, yes. in my opinion. So I was accountable. You're absolutely right. Amanda kind of didn't believe that I was going to do this because I'd had a few false starts over our time together. So I thought, you know, what? I'm going to go online and I'm going to I'm going to put one of the most horrible fat photographs that would never ever 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 go on my social media. I'm yeah, social media, on. yeah. And I'm going to say, I'm going to do this. And that's what I did. And you know what, Farah, it's been brilliant because so many people have been supportive. Mm. So what I share is, whatever, whoever you can be accountable to, be accountable because it, ma- mm. it makes a difference. And I was, absolutely does. I was accountable to my friends, my family, but also, again, people on Facebook and social media. So, um, so yeah, so what, what I'd started to do was doing this walking and doing this rowing in the afternoon. And it was all kind of like, it was all aerobic stuff. Um, I, again, I don't pretend to be a scientist. I don't pretend to be a biologist. I can only talk about what I've listened to and read mm-hmm. and what's worked for me. So what I understood was that if I start doing more anaerobic exercise and I start stressing my body, then... You know, I'd, I'd read and learned that actually that could have the inverse effect on my weight loss because I'm putting, I'm, you know, I'm increasing the stress hormones. It's going to store the fats. And the, tr- the truth of it is I don't really like anaerobic exercise. I, I, it's just not me. Yeah. I don't like, I just don't like it. I, I, I much prefer aerobic exercise. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. But what I did, I, I started to, <coughs> you know, the half an hour walk went to an hour walk. Then I got, um, I borrowed one of Jack's um, rucksacks and I put 10 kilograms in the back of it. And I thought, right, I'm going to put that on. I'm going to walk. I'm going to do an hour doing that now. And that works again. I'm thinking about, 
you know, pushing the exercise further. And it was good. It was good on my core, good for my legs. And I enjoyed it. And then I started to try and run. And I don't, if I'm honest, I don't really enjoy running. But, you know, I started to run for 30 seconds and then like, shattered and then walk a bit and then run again. And um, to the point whereby um, about a month ago, I, I, I ran a marathon. Fantastic. And, uh, Congratulations. And, and I Thank you. And I want to share that again, because to, to anybody who's listening, um, you know, for me, at nine, over 19 stone with a resting heart rate at 90, to be able to run a marathon within, I think it was five months, it's quite amazing what the human body can do. If That's you exactly are, what's going through my mind. You are absolutely an example of what human body can do. If yeah. you, put, if you put, put your mind to it, you can do yeah. anything anything but in the meantime you mentioned about the three three mountains yeah um i, I just about a month in I spoke to a friend of mine pete who who'd be he'd, he'd, you know been mountains he lived in the highlands of scotland for a long time he loved the mountains and i said you know what pete do you reckon before summer's out me and you could do the three peaks national challenge and he said well look i'm, I'm dead happy to support you uh, you know, it is a big ask. I said, yeah, 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 I know, but it's something to work for. Do you think I could? Do you think we could do it? He said, well, I'll support you and we will do it together if you want to do it. We'll do it for charity. And we did. Oh, my God. So the first thing we did in July, which was only about three, well, May, March, April, May, July, in June, sorry, in June, we went to Scarfell, which is the highest peak in England. Mm -hmm. And we did Scarfell. And then we went to Snowdon a couple of weeks later. We did Snowdon. And then we did the Yorkshire Three Peaks Challenge, which is a killer. Is it? It's, I've uh, not done any of them. That's this. I've they've got. I've got them on my list to do. Oh, Farah, you know what? If, if ever you want, you know, ever you you coming up north or you fancy hooking up, I'm dead happy to do it with you. I love oh my god, I would love that. So I did the Yorkshire Three Peaks, and the yeah. Yorkshire Three Peaks is 23.5 miles. Yeah. But taking in three three hills, they're not mountains, but they the big hills. And it was, it was, it was a freak day. It was 30 degrees and it was so hot. And I still wasn't, you know, I was still sat kind of 15, 15 and a half stone at that time. I'd lost a lot of weight, but I wasn't where I am now. Uh, and I did it. And the, the goal is to do it in 12 hours. I'm absolutely delighted to say I did it in 11 hours and 53 minutes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Fantastic. You, oh, Farah, i tell you what, I, I was so tired. I was just exhausted. Um, it, it, yeah it was just it was horrific it was just so I was knackered um and you know when they talk about the wall hitting the yeah. wall I hit the wall I never hit a wall before what does that what does that feel like tell us you just got no energy you just you, you just can't don't take another step you just don't want to get on your feet and I hit the wall going up the third peak um it was just awful it was awful but you know what I look back now and I'm so pleased how did you how did you come out of that in what respect? Oh, the wall? Yeah. Just had to keep going. You, you can't, I mean, you can't get helicoptered off the hill. So. No, no, that's it. <laughs> it was a case of trying to drink. It was of water. It was a case of just trying to start, just walk a few more, few more yards, you, you know, a few more meters. Keep going, keep going. And you get there. Um, but we did it. We did it. And it was fantastic. fantastic. And then it was the National Three Peaks. Um, and we did, the, the goal there is to do it in 24 hours, okay. which is Ben Nevis. Then Scarfell Pike, then Snowdon. 
And again, I'm delighted to say it was 22 hours and 39 minutes. Me and Pete did it. Um, and um, Amanda drove, drove us so we could have a sleep in the car. Um, that was that was fantastic. Loved it. Brilliant. And then decided to do the marathon. Wow. So I did that. I trained to do some running. But again, I, I sort of share it, Barry, because again, you know, if, if there's guys watching who, you know, you're not you're not where you want to be with your fitness, it's, it's just a case of trying to get consistent mm. and do something you enjoy. I love walking. I love, I don't really enjoy running, if I'm honest. But Yeah, me neither. I used to be a runner too. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> no, I love swimming, but I can't go swimming. Yeah, this is um, it. But I, you know, I kind of enjoy the rowing. That's okay. But the, for me, the it, it's a case of starting off small, but having consistency and, and and incremental increases. If you've got the incremental increases, it's great for the mindset, and you know, it's amazing where you can get to in a very very short time. So during the lockdown, you were feeling a lot happier than most people because you're releasing serotonin on regular basis yeah. with your exercise continuously. Tell us about the tell us about the diet. What happened there? So normally these things go hand in hand. When people start exercising, they start watching what they're eating. Did that for you? Did that happen straight away, or did you just start with the walk and the rowing, and then looked at your food later? No, I looked at my food straight away, Farah. Okay, all right. Um, but and again, I you know I have done a couple of nutritional courses uh, mm. in the meantime. But when I first started, I didn't. I hadn't. I had no idea really. But what I did know, I did know that I didn't want to do. I don't like particularly call them fad diets because you, yeah, know, you don't want to do like a, a calorie controlled no, or no. take away the carbs or take away this. Or you don't want to do that. You like food. Well, well what I didn't, well, what I, what I didn't want to do anything extreme that I couldn't continue mm. because I knew then I'd put the weight back on. Yeah, so what 100%. I did. Yeah. So what the first thing I did, Farrow, was cut out sugar. I didn't want to take any refined sugar because mm -hmm. as I said to you at the start of the podcast, I was having, you know, I was probably having six coffees a day with three sugars in each. That's 18 sugars. And it's wow. not good for you. So I cut the sugar. I love sugar. So it was kind of hard at, at the start. But you know what? Within about two weeks, don't miss it. Really? Now, now I just, it doesn't matter to me whatsoever. It I just doesn't even cross my into my head to have coffee with sugar. And this is a really important point you just described because people think that, oh my God, my life. We, as humans, we think, don't take this away from us because we are going to die without this. But actually, if you, if you just observe yourself, if you were to just have that, um, the two week window where you just get through the hard bit, you've got to go yeah. through the hard bit, haven't you? Without going yeah. through the hard part, you cannot come out the other end. Um, but once you do come out the other end, the sugar is, is that thing that uh, powered your life, empowered your life or took power from you, no longer does that. And you have got the power. You decide if you want to have the sugar, if you want to, versus being slave totally. of the sugar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just a case of just getting through it. And, and honestly, I, heart on heart, I don't miss it at all now. So did I you make, you used to make your coffee in the morning. Did you yeah. still used to have coffee, but no sugar in it? I still do myself coffee, yes. But you'd put no sugar in it? No. What would it taste, would it taste really horrible? No, not no. now, I love it. Yeah. I, I enjoy did, did it used to? Did it oh, used, used to? Say, to. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, yeah, What's the point of having sugar. this? It's not giving me the yeah. satisfaction that that did, yeah. No. So the other big thing I did straight away was I cut out all refined carbs. Okay. Yeah, I cut, I cut things like crisps, chocolate, um, yeah. biscuits, cakes, um, I, 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 and then I did simple, simple changes. Um, like for example, I wouldn't 
eat chips. I would, I'd rather have, you know, kind of, I like uh, kind of baby, uh, baby, you know, sort of baby boiled potatoes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me whether it's chips or not. So what I would do is re replace that with, with potatoes. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't Just have- More changes, more changes the healthier yeah. version of the same kind of food so the, yeah. sorry just going back to chocolate and crisp were you having them regularly previous Every to starting so you'll have like what give me an example of what would you have in a day gosh um, will, will you go in the cupboard I could, have a of I could have a couple of chocolate bars and maybe a, i'd have crisps with my you know like i mentioned about you know if i, I called into a tesco's express and buy a sandwich there'd be a packet yeah. of crisps there i might then get the nibbles um, during the evening and then get a, a packet of crisps in the evening oh. so probably a couple of packets of crisps every day okay but I did I made other simple changes as well Farah start I've always cooked I've always been the, the cook in the house because I enjoy it okay um, but what, what I would do rather than let's say have a pizza mm -hmm. I would replace that with something like um, garlic mushrooms on, sour, on toasted sour, sourdough bread mm. now I love so I love that, and and it's so tasty, so beautiful, isn't it? Got, I love oh, sourdough bread. Yeah, yeah. And, and superfoods. You've got mushrooms, parsley, garlic, virgin olive oil. Um, sometimes I might put a little bit of coriander in there as well. You know, it, it's full of superfoods and bursting and with flavors. Flavors. So rather than having something like a, a greasy pizza in a box. A similar kind of meal is garlic bread on sourdough bread. Uh, sorry, garlic oh, mushrooms on sourdough bread. Brilliant. So I looked at that. I also looked at things like uh, rice. I, 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 I love rice. But what I did, I substituted white rice for brown rice. Because I, didn't, I wanted to get away from the refined. Mm -hmm. To me, no difference. Mm -hmm. I, yes, I can tell it. A, a day difference but it doesn't it doesn't affect my enjoyment mm -hmm. so I'm going to make every change that I can um and, and just going through my whole diet what I did Farah just and this is what I, I've said to people over the last few months just diarize what you do you know diarize your, your eating habits what you do what you, mm. you take in and then have a look at what simple changes you can make straight away and then when you've made those changes you've done something positive the head's in the right place. You, you know you're doing the right thing. You're going mm. in the right direction. Then perhaps make the more difficult changes that you might not want to make. So what I then did, I, I never, I didn't want to go, I'd heard lots about keto. Um, I tried the Atkins years ago and I hated yeah, it. We all did, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, it, it, I just, I felt, I felt terrible and I gave up. Um, and, and I saw keto and I know keto's got differences, but I thought, you know what? I think if I'm going to go to keto, I'm not going to stick at it. And I've got nothing against keto. Mm. And I know people who've done really well at it, but I know me and I know that in six months, I won't be doing keto. Yeah, giving up so all what, your carbs completely. Yeah. Yeah. So what I because I enjoy carbs. Yeah, I, I do. I love but, them too. Yeah, but I don't. What I don't want to do is eat refined carbs. Mm. Or if I do now, now I've got down to my weight. It's got to be very controlled. Um. So what I did, Farah, I, I I kind of substituted every as I say all the refined carbs for for non-refined carbs. I did reduce my carbs. I would only eat carbs in the evening with them okay. with with my main meal, um, but but and but it was it made no difference to me. It was absolutely mm -hmm. great, you know. Drink eating brown, brown rice, 
love it. Eating, you know, sort of boiled baked potatoes, love it. No difference. So I made the simple changes at day one. Did you have lots of vegetables? You know what? I'm not a vegetable lover. Oh, okay. Um, but I always see pictures of vegetables on your posts. Right. I'm, right. Yes, I've got to. Right. Okay. Um, so it, again, it's another great question. Um, I, the only vegetables I really like are mushrooms. Don't mind sweet corn. Don't mind broccoli. Don't mind carrots. That's it. But what I've decided, what I've done, I've learned how to do soups. Um, and, and I put a post on my group yesterday about a three. I did some batch cooking of soups. Did potato and leek soup. Uh, broccoli and Stilton soup and carrot and coriander. But it's, I, I love oh it because it's, it's kind of all mashed up. You know, you put your coriander in, you put your parsley in, you put your salt and peppers in, you put your garlic in. So it's a very different taste, isn't it? Yes. Like cream yeah, on. 100%. Yeah. I very much and, agree and I, with you. I did not like vegetables till about four years ago. So my most it. of my life, I didn't like it. And my mum used to force me to eat them um, because she wanted me to be healthier. But I just yeah. couldn't. I couldn't handle it. So I, I just grew up, grew up. So as soon as I was away from her, I thought, I don't have to eat them now because there's no one forcing me to eat yeah, the vegetables. Yeah. Um, so I um, only when I started my nutrition and, and being on my health journey that I've decided, I, I realized how important they actually are for me. But even to this day, I have to make them tasty. There's no way I'm having boiled cauliflower in my life however roasted cauliflowers yesterday with roasted brussels sprouts with garlic and onion was amazing oh, I've never had stunning. That. stunning they were really really good i'll send you the video of what i made and and that's how i started to experiment into vegetables and started to fall in love with them and now i i love i love sharing that with people because i'm just like you i just couldn't have them but in a soup how lovely are they in a soup aren't they oh it's great it's, it's it? a different it's a different ball game isn't it yeah yeah, and, and what, what that's helped me do, Farah, is I, I wanted to cut my meat, meat consumption, okay, um, for, two, for two reasons, okay. Now, again, I, I don't claim to be a scientist. I don't claim to be um, a biologist or anything like that. But, you know, I've read a lot, and I've read a lot about vegans mm. who, you know, I'm a big fan of a guy called Rich Roll in America. Yeah, I don't know so, if you know so Rich Roll. I. I, I listen to his podcast, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of him. Yeah, well, he was one of, actually going back. He was one of the audio books I listened to, uh, Finding Ultra, yeah. and I could relate to a lot of what he did. Being an alcoholic, um, he, he, around forty times to me, I, I, I was—I don't believe I was an alcoholic, but I was drinking way too much at fifty. Yeah. Um, and you know, I listened to him, and and you know, I think he's—I think he's a real authentic guy. And hundred percent, what great yeah. transformation as well. Yeah, and. I looked at the vegan thing and I thought, you know what, I, I, I really would like to go vegan. But at this time, I just don't like vegetables enough. Yeah. Um, so I've you, tried you've to got me realistic down. and I think, yeah, I yeah. love what you're saying because everything you're saying, it's like, I would love to do that because to me, that's the best uh, thing to do. Right. But right now for me, this doesn't apply to me, you know, yeah. and this is being realistic and leveling up with yourself. Totally, and and that and, and again, I, I come from the mindset that mm. the, pe the reason people fail is because they have these ambitions, these goals, but they can't sustain 100%. it. And and I get that. I'm not being critical because we can all do that. But the thing is, let's let's be realistic of what yeah. we can achieve and what improvements we can make. The other reason is as well because I've got yeah. a farm. Um, it's yes. not a working farm. It's more of a recreational farm. I've got, you know, I've got the horses, the goats, 
the ducks, the chickens, the geese. And How ideal is that? That's beautiful. It's it's wonderful, Farah. And but the thing is, you know what? I, I never appreciated that a chicken, let's say, has got a character. And we rescued, we rescue hens. We, we rescue them from battery farming and they come to us. Uh, we don't take a lot of them because we can't take a lot of them, but we rescue them, Farah, and they're just skeletons. And oh if they're lucky enough to survive the, the, the hell, the hellish environment that they're subjected to, a lot of them die. You know, a lot of them come to us. They've never seen grass before. They don't know what the sky is. And it's, oh it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And have you seen that, David, firsthand? I've never seen a battery farm, but okay. I've but you know, I've picked I've picked a chicken who's just come out of one and it's just oh horrific. Um I mean, you, you know, if 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 it was any use to your group, and I'm happy to to share some of the photographs, you know, later today or you know, of, of what we get. But so the point was, Farah, I, you know, me and Amanda, we 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 see that, you know, these animals, they have a real character, they're living things, and I don't, we don't take it, we don't take eating meat lightly. Mm. Okay. Ideally, I think we would like to stop eating meat altogether. So that's your intentions for future. Yeah, I yeah. think so. But what I share is the positive thing is, is that because of this, you know, the conversation about the, the vegetables, we've cut, we, we would probably have something like um, 20 meat meals a week, uh, mm -hmm. or 21, because we have three meals a day. We would have 21 meat meals a week. We now have five, maybe six. Wow. Okay. So cut it down substantially. Yeah, we don't have breakfast anymore uh, due to fasting. Which... Yes, we were coming on to that point next, actually. Yeah. yeah. Lunches are always vegetable based, okay. and then evenings are either fish, meat, or a vegetarian, vegetarian dish. So, okay. You know, we are making big pushes forward. Yeah, to, you definitely to are. Eliminate. Okay, awesome. Talk about the fasting. So I, I know that uh, I'm in your in your group and I hear people fasting for 24 hours. So I did my first, not first ever fast, that won't be actually, that'd be a lie really, because as growing up uh, in a Muslim household, I, I was, I came from a background where we yeah. fasted for a month. So I did it for, I guess, till age 18, 20, maybe. And that was it. Then I was in the UK and it, too, it was too hard. I just said it was too hard for me and I never pushed through it. So Monday, I went into a fasting seven Monday night to seven, uh, sorry, 5.30 to 5.30 the next day. Yeah. Uh, and it was incredibly hard. It was hard. Talk, right. talk to me about where did the whole fasting for you come from? Because I take it up until then, you didn't do any fasting, did you? No, no. Well, yes, but I didn't know I was. Right, and right. I think this is important to share with you. But yeah. the first thing is well done. Thank you. Well done on the fast, well done. Okay, yeah, right. When I, when I first started off, um, I didn't, well, on this sort of, transformation i didn't i didn't um start fasting mm -hmm. i didn't know about fasting apart from i'd heard about it and i thought that ain't for me i'm not doing that just, <laughs> i'm not gonna stick at that um and then you know my my, my friend pete who i've talked about pete's on on the on in the, in the group pete Rowan. Pete's in the group okay yeah yeah um and you know we, we walk the mountains together and he said also I'm, re I'm reading a book at the moment jason fung um it's worth having a look at. So I got the audio and I, and I listened to it as I was walking every morning. And it's like, oh my God, yeah, okay, right. Because what he says is um, weight loss and weight gain isn't about calorie counting. And everything that you've been taught 
over the period of your life is totally wrong. It's not about calories in and calories out. It's about the control of your hormones and in particular, the control of your insulin levels. Mm. If you, if your insulin levels are being spiked, that's going to result in the, you know, your body storing fat and the mm. body's in, inability to draw on that fat when it needs energy. So you're just going to, you know, you, you're going to keep that fat and you're going to store fat by keeping your insulin levels down. That means that your body is able to draw on the stored fat for your energy and you're going to mm. lose weight. Now, this guy, you know, this guy, I didn't, I never heard of him, but I've researched it. You know, this guy's, you know, sort of world class, as I understand it, you know, sort of consultant, um, diabetes, uh, and that kind of thing. So I'm going to listen to this guy and I'm going to take note. Mm-hmm. And what he said was, you know, I give again, I give you an example and the listeners an example, Farah. You know, he talks about, for example, drinking um, zero calorie drinks. He said, you know, and and because th- this was really important to us when I first met Amanda, and you know, she she would drink zero calorie tonic water because she thought, well, I can drink as much as I want because it's not going to affect my health. It's not going to affect my weight. I then went on to diet and zero calorie drinks. But the weird thing was, I was putting weight on. I was not taking weight off. Or I wasn't consistent. Mm. It was just increasing. So he, what he says is, in actual fact, the, the additives, the, the sweeteners, they, they're as bad, if not worse, than sugar. Because what it's doing, it's spiking your insulin. So when you're happily drinking diet Coke, whatever it might be, or diet orange juice, whatever it might be, you, you, you know, you're thinking that you're, you're not putting calories in, but it's nothing to do with calories. It's about the fact that it's spiking your insulin levels. So therefore the body isn't able to draw on your fat. Because the so, body still thinks it's a sweet. Yeah. It's, so, it's doing the same job, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. And, so, and there's, there's so much lack of education, isn't there? Yeah. So one of the first, again, one of the first things I did, Farrah, when I understood this, I, I stopped drinking um fizzy drinks i mm. i went on to water and i went on to lemon water mm-hmm. and i believe that as in fresh that. lemon squeezed in water yeah i love yeah, just, i love that that's what got yeah. through me the the my fasting by the way yeah i love it yeah but again we're really lucky here um because we're on spring water uh, we've got a borehole oh, so it's like so soft it's, it's actually tasty lucky yeah wow but but you know if you haven't got spring water you know you just buy a decent bottle of water, bottle water yeah but but anyway so i i, I did that so i listened to jason fung and i thought Barry, i've got to do this i've got to try this intermittent fasting mm. um so what I, what I did, he was he was talking about doing it every other day rather than every day a week. Let me just ask um, you one question before you go into that. So this is how many months into transformation? So you started the walk on the 26th of March. When did the fasting come into play? Okay, I'm, I, I, it's in the journal and the book. Can't exactly That's remember. Roughly, about, roughly. About a month. About a month. month. Okay, and had you started seeing no weight loss by then already? Yes. Yes. But I was probably losing around and about two pounds a week, which was fine that was that you know I was happy with that yeah but I got to this point whereby I thought I'm right I really want to accelerate this I'm going to try you know like my my mate P he'd started doing some fasting yeah he was fine sharing with you yeah 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 and I thought I'm gonna do it I'm gonna try it 
So what I decided to do, rather than doing something like a 16 eight, mm-hmm. uh, for the benefit of the readers, for the, readers, for the listeners who don't know what that is, that's 16 hours fast with an eight hour eating window, then 16 hours fast, eight, eight, eight hours. What I wanted to do was what he, he, he was talking about, and that was doing a, something like a 22 to 24 hour fast, but every other day. And the reason I wanted to do that was because number one, I didn't want to fast every day again, Big, I'm a big believer in consistency and, mm. and, and mindset. Does it actually, and you, you, you seem to know very clearly what you want. Yeah, so I know. You... I know I'm, I'm old enough now to know what yeah. doesn't work for me and why yeah. I failed at things. Yeah. So if I know I'm going to fail, there's no point trying to push against that. Let's just do something different. Mm, so, um, so yeah. So what, what, what I did, I thought, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do 22, minimum 22, up to 24 if my day permits, or I think I can do it, <clears throat> but I'm going to do it every other day. Because then by doing it every other day, number one, it's kind of shocking the body, I'm not going into a calorie deficient mode, whereby the metabolism's dropping. Because um, mm. obviously you, you'll know all about that. Yeah. You, know, you, 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 you know, if you start reducing those calories and then your metabolism drops, Stop really what fat. are you getting? Mm. All you're doing is becoming miserable. Yeah. Because Absolutely. you're not doing what you want, you know, eating what you want, you know, it's just miserable. That's why people fail. So what I wanted to do, Farah, I wanted to do it every other day, but I wanted to hit it hard and hit my body hard. Okay. And that's what I did. The first day was a Sunday. Okay. Which was the worst day to do it because there was nothing happening. And you know what, you, you're palming around the house and you're feeling hungry and you're looking at the clock and you think, oh God. And no. you're thinking about all the foods that you do, do yeah. normally don't. Yeah. So and I you stopped the- eating on... Did you stop eating Saturday night? Yeah, stopped eating around at about seven o'clock on Saturday okay, night. Okay, right. And the worst of it, well, worst of it was, is that I do the cooking, so I had to cook everybody's lunch. Oh gosh, that is but just that's horrendous. Yeah, yeah. But I know what you mean because I do for my kids the same. So I had to carry on cooking. Yeah. <laughs> but the first, yeah, the first day I did, I did it. The first Sunday I did it, and um, I, I can't say it was easy. It, the kind of the last six seven hours wasn't easy um but i got through it and and uh, would you like me to share my techniques for getting through a fast yeah yes yeah? please yes please okay so what in, in a typical fast farrer is that let's say i stop eating around seven o'clock one evening um what what i'll then do it, it doesn't bother me then eating you know not eating till i go to bed yeah. Um, yeah. I used to be in the habit of having cheese and biscuits or crisps, as I mentioned earlier, maybe a bit of chocolate, but that's just habit yeah. and you can get out of habit. So I stopped, eat, I stopped eating that and then I would go to bed and I would wake up in the morning and I didn't feel hungry. Um, in fact, I say didn't, I'm still fasting now and I, I don't feel hungry. So I get up and then I'm absolutely fine. I don't feel any effect until about noon. Mm-hmm. Now, what is really important for listeners is that You've got to expect probably three waves, hunger waves in a typical day. And they will usually be breakfast time, lunch time, and evening meal time. So I would get the the ghrelin, uh, which is the the hunger hunger hormone. hormone. Yeah, that would be peaking around between about 12 o'clock and 2 p.m. And I would be really hungry. So what I would, and, and then, but I knew that was coming. So I could, mm. I could, I knew it was coming. It was expected. I could deal with it. And then after that 2 p.m. time, it kind of just eases off. 
So then it's just a, a roll then in to, to um, a, a sort of anything from five to seven o'clock uh, break of fast. So what I would do, I'd get up and I'd do myself a black coffee because you're not supposed to take calories in when you fast. So I would mm. cut, I'd cut the sugar out already. I would cut the milk out. So it was black coffee. And again, if I'm honest, it took probably a couple of weeks to get used to drinking black coffee. But now I can drink black coffee and really enjoy it. So when I'm fasting, it makes no difference to me in the morning whatsoever. No difference at all. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, you know, talk about clarity when you fast, don't you? Mental clarity. Yes. True. We it's feel so true. sharp. Yeah. And, so and also humbled. Humbled and a new appreciation for food. Yeah. You know, I realized that when I was cooking, because I was on, fa I was fasting, I started cooking a half four and we, I was about to break my fast at half five. Usually I will pick on things. I'll be picking on a grape. I'll be picking on my kids' food, the things I'm preparing. I'm, I'm having that for no reason apart from boredom or, you know, and because I was in fast mode, I felt like I had discipline. I had control. And I liked that about myself. I felt, I felt good. That yeah. I am resisting from these things because I have obviously got some habits that I've created. Uh, and because I'm at fast, I, I can't do that. So it was a really an amazing journey. The next day I followed it with just vegetables, only vegetables. Okay. And then the day after is a bit of protein, which is today. So kind of going through a week's journey of this. So talk to me about your one day of fast and then day after you eat as normal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I would fast till about between five and seven o'clock. Yeah. Okay. And then I would break it with something light, maybe something like a smoothie, a, you know, a fruit smoothie, or maybe you know a, a banana, an apple, or something like that, just to get something on my stomach. Yeah. Um, just I, I, then, you know, just to ease the body into it, and then I could have a proper meal about an hour later. So I would then eat a meal. Um, it would probably it could be any anything like you know maybe. Um, Maybe maybe salmon and 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 potatoes, potatoes and a couple or vegetables, of vegetables yeah. something like that, or you know just whole food, whole yeah. just, you know, kind of whole clean, food clean meal. Food, yeah. 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 So then I would then you know if I wanted to eat in the evening I would, but the, you know what the really weird thing was Farah for me, it didn't bother me about about I, I imagined that I was going to fast I was going to be starving, I was going to crave food I would eat food and as soon as I could eat I would just eat the whole that's what I thought you're right I'm gonna eat everything but I just didn't feel hungry no I just ate the food and then felt, felt okay yeah so that very evening, energetic yeah yeah you feel, you feel great don't you yeah really good it's weird because really, really <laughs> you don't expect that you don't no, expect I gonna, it I thought I'm gonna crash like I'm gonna be lying on sofa after having my food but I, I did exercise sessions after that I did all kinds of stuff yeah so, so, right, so going back to your question. So the next day, so I'd, I'd sleep and then I, I woke up in the morning and sometimes I'd have something like, you know, like a granola or a muesli or something like that. But in the end, I ended up giving up breakfast altogether because I just wasn't bothered about eating. Um, lunchtime, I would have something like garlic mushrooms on sourdough bread or I'd have, um, you know, I'm really, again, in, in, in season, I'm really lucky here. We have, you know, the eggs from the chickens, the goo, geese. Yes. Or, so, you know, I have poached eggs on toast, something like that, or eggs benedicts. So something, you know, whole, something again, wholesome, whole wholesome, wholesome and that you love, that you love yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wholesome, clean food that I really enjoy. Um, I would then have. Um, you know, maybe I started drinking green tea again. I, I, I'd share with listeners that you know, green tea. 
Um, I'm not a lover of green tea, but you know what? When you're fasting in the afternoon, it's really welcome. So, you know, I have black coffee in the morning. I drink a lot of water through the day. And then green tea in the afternoon, that really helps. And green tea is, you know, so, I, so I've researched, it's very, very good for weight loss as well. Oh, so, okay. you know, green tea then. And then um, I would have, the, on my non-fasting days, I would have just a meal that I enjoyed, you know, my, just okay. with, but with whole clean foods. And then I would start the fast again. So it's really simple. Is that what you do now then? You do that now? Yeah. I, what, what happened, Farag? I got down to my weight. Um, that I wanted to do and I, I eased off the fasting just because I kind of got there and didn't need yeah. to do it but I do recognize the other health benefits of fasting autophagy mm, uh, that kind of stuff so I, I do fast um, I've gone back to fasting over the last couple of weeks just because just because I decided I've got I've done the marathon I, I, I ticked those boxes I've got a little, I still got a little bit of weight around my stomach. Um, it's, it's fine. I'm in a 32 waist, which I've not been for 20 years. But for me, I just, I just want to push it that little bit more and, and drop it. And, you know, I'm going to try and work towards that six pack. So I've decided to go back to fasting and fast every other day again, which is not a problem for mm. me. So, yeah. So your body knows how to do it. So you're never worried about doing this. No, no. What and it's a great tool to have because yeah. I weigh myself every week, Farah um and if and if that weight increases then i know that i've got a fantastic tool just drop it and that mm. is intermittent fasting that's it and your fitness levels and sorry your um your exercise is it the same you're still walking no no it's changed as i said it's you know what what's happened is i've, I've very much developed um the, the fitness the, the walking was just a way of getting into things and and, and, ah, okay. and building up some fitness no, I, I, I do. I run now. And again, I kind of don't really enjoy it, but okay. I've got a few things planned. Um, I'm happy to share with you. Absolutely. Go I, for I've it. Done, I've done them. Yeah, I did the marathon about a month ago, which was a big so You lost, lost 70 pounds, lost 70 pounds, climbed three mountains, yeah. all in the space of four months. And yeah. now your routine has changed. You've, you, you discovered fasting. You know how to do it really well. Yeah. Discovered yeah. clean food. So there's a massive transformation over the past few months. Yeah. And now, what does that look like? Yeah. Maintenance. Is it maintenance now? Yeah, Are we in that main- stage? Well, yeah. it's, it's maintenance at the moment, Farah. I mean, obviously, we're okay. in November now. Winter's coming. But I do have a, a couple of big things planned for next year that I'm going to have to ramp up again. Okay. I'll talk about, I'll tell you about that in a sec. Um, yeah. But yeah, for the moment, it's a case of maintenance. I'm doing, you know, I, the weather's been rubbish. Mm. Um, I do about 45 to 50 minutes on the rowing machine, or I'll do some resistance work, or I'll go for a run on a daily basis. Okay. So, so doing something try, every day. I try to do seven days a week. Now, I know people will say you, you should have a day off. Okay. I'm not going to argue with that because I'm not, <coughs> I'm not Everyone's qualified. Everyone's choice, isn't it? It's your choice. That. Yeah, but, I, but it works for me. And when I look at someone yeah. like Michael Phelps, who's been the best Olympian ever, yeah. he trained every day. Exactly, so it's it's, everybody's Phelps, different. Yeah, probably okay for me. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, I enjoy the I enjoy the, the 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 rush of it. I enjoy the the achievement of it. I enjoy it. So you enjoy the serotonin levels, don't you? The yeah. dopamines. Yeah. I, so for me, it's great. So I do that. And it's just a case of maintenance. I, I weigh myself every week. I'm, I'm, I, I fluctuate. Between, and again, it, this, this is just 
water in the body. I yeah, vary 100%. between 87 and 89 kilograms yeah. um, each week, which is fine. I want to keep under that 90 kilogram mark. I feel happy at what I am. Mm-hmm. But next year, um, I've signed up for a couple of, well, I've signed up for the Brutal Triathlon, which is... Oh my um, God. It's, it's, Isn't it's, that meant to be really, really hard? Yeah, it, it was voted like the, the hardest... toughest triathlon in the world. That's yeah, why I've heard it, it that. Yeah, it's in it's in Snowdonia, and it's um, it's. What have you got to do? Tell us that. Right. Okay. It's 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 an iron. Okay, it's an Ironman distance, which is um, well, it's minimum of an Ironman distance, depending on what you want to do. I'll, I'll tell you about it. Right. The 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 basic entry is that you do um, a two point. I think it's two point four mile swim, and then swim. a I think it's 112 mile bike ride and then a marathon, but it's in Snowdonia, which means Hilly. you are right. You are cycling in the mountains of Snowdon and you are running up Mount Snowdon. Oh my you know, goodness. you're not, you're not, yeah, next to not the flat coast. surface. No, flat. no, no. no. It, it's, but the kicker is the big one is, is that. Uh, and I, I, that's what I intend to go in. I, I don't intend to go any further than that because I think that's massive, massive uh, undertaking. You know, I've, wa- I've, I've walked up Mount Snowden three times. I know how hard it is. I can't imagine at the moment running up it. But there are, during that weekend, you can upgrade. You can do mm-hmm. the same thing, but double. You can do a triple. And what? you can do what they call the Quinn, which is four times. Oh my god! Uh, and there the, are guys the who whole do it. thing, the, yeah. the the stuff that you just described, the two point four miles, and the hundred and twelve bike, and then the full marathon, twenty six miles, four, four times, times. Four back times. to back, back yeah, to back. Yeah, I, I, I understand. So yeah, I don't know much about it because I'm not going to do it. That is crazy! Uh, but, wow. Yeah, I mean these guys, you know, they they just. Supermen and super women, and, and I say women as well because, yeah, women you know what? The woman, the, the lady who organizes it, yeah, she, she does it, she's done the quid. So, she's a, I think, I think recently she ran from John O'Groats to Land's End. She's a, she's a machine, wow. uh, it's incredible. Wow. So, yeah, I've got that. That's in September. So, um, what I intend to do, Farah, um, probably around April time, I need to start getting, you know, I don't know what's happening with the swimming pools with lockdown. <clears throat> but I need to start getting up to the Lake District and I getting up the water. mountains. When I do when I do the when I do a mountain, I'll go and I'll go and swim in a lake as well. Start you know on a start getting getting um getting used to the altitude altitude training, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So going I'm going to be doing that. Um, obviously, you know, really building it up next year. But there's another one I want to do as well. It's it's um it's voted or it's 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 it's, it's Knowledge of mountain challenge in the country, and that's the uh, Yorkshire Three Thousands. What do you do? And it's, it's twenty-four three thousand foot mountains in in Wales in the twenty-four hour period, and apparently it's a killer. Um, Sorry, you've got to climb twenty-four mountains. You've got to hit the peak on twenty-four mountains, three twenty-four three thousand foot mountains in twenty-four hour period without stopping. How fit do you have to be for that, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've done three, and I know how tough that was. So um, Pete's that promised he's going to do it with me. 
So we're going to do really? that, but we're going to have to do it around the longest day, which is going to be June. Because yes. We're going to be doing it through the night. You will have to definitely. Wow. Yeah. So when is that, David? When? Yeah. Yeah, well, I've not set the date yet, but it's going to be around oh, the longest okay. day, which will be around the 20th of June, sometime like that, Farah, because we need wow. as much daylight. So what you do is you, you camp out on, on um, Snowdon. So, you, you, you know, climbing Snowdon isn't part of it. So you camp okay. out on Snowdon, then you've got to start from Snowdon, and then you just go, and you've got to hit 24, 3,000-foot peaks. And is the speed quite fast, then, while you're doing that? I'm not sure. I mean, it is it is it is walking. It's not running. Yeah. But it's 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 a toughie. Eh? Um, Your legs I'm are going to be sure like I'm, lead. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, sometimes you've got the. Have you? I don't know if you've climbed a mountain or not. I haven't. I would love to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, a lot of the time you are scrambling. They call it scrambling. Um, you know, you are on your hands and knees climbing up rock faces. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't go fast, but it's still yeah. absolutely shattering. So, so yeah, those are a couple of things I've got planned for next year. Um, what I'd also like to do, I'd like to run an ultra, an ultra marathon. Um, you know, I've, I've done the marathon. I, 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 I came home that day and I kind of collapsed at home. And and Amanda said, you're not going to do another one, are you? I said, no, no way. And then by the time the evening had gone by, I started to search on Google. And a friend of mine said, oh, there's a local one to you. It's about 35 miles. Do you want to do it? And I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, I just yes want to see, you know what? I want to see what a, an overweight, heavy drinking, middle-aged 50-year-old can do. Wow. You're, you're, are you uh, surprising yourself and what you're achieving so oh, far? Oh, yeah. It's under a year yeah look how oh, much yeah, you achieved isn't it? taking that moment to like really understand now tell us if you were matt hancock so that our health secretary what changes would you bring into to the uk because majority of uk is obese and obesity is one of the biggest crises that we are facing right now and going into lockdown even more because we have less to do and we we're not allowed to leave the house and getting less vitamin d in our bodies and what would you what would you do as a I ask this question anybody who comes on here what would you yeah. change, what changes would you make like I okay. I will ban the big packets of chocolates buy one get one free I will ban them literally I, okay make it hard for people to get those what what's your view on that I've probably got a really good one for you go on, I would give it to ban, me I would ban uh, commercial farming and food manufacturers mm. funding research because what I've learned, Farah, is mm. that, you know, these, re these scientists' researches, this education that comes out, uh, universities and all the rest of it, that tell us what nutrition should be about. If you delve deep, it's, it's funded by commercial organisations who've got clearly got a massive vested interest. And whilst we are being taught the wrong things for other people's commercial gain, then we're always we're going to have an increasing obesity problem and a death problem. So I absolutely stop. brilliant. Yeah, you can't you can't do it. We 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 lied to. We are lied yeah. to. I mean, the, the supermarkets are full of 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 low of zero calorie low fat drinks. Promoting health. Yeah, promoting health. Us, like if we drink it, we'll 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 not gain weight. We might lose weight. It's lies. You know, exactly. low fat, you know, these stupid, 
I'm sorry, I don't offend anybody if if you buy into. No, no, you keep going. Keep I won't going. Name any names, but you know, like wait, you know, these companies wait this, wait that, you know, whatever. Who have their own products, low fat products, and all that. God, you know why? You know, put, counting points for this and points for that. Who wants to live the life like that? You know what? And we need fats. You know, well, I'm sure you agree. We need healthy fats. We need you the know, avocado. I'm, I'm never to be called a thin. I'm never going to go to a supermarket and buy a, a, a low, a, a slimmer's box Curry. meal. Yeah. No, I'm never going to do that. And so, anyway, you've asked me one question. I, I'm, I'm on my soapbox now because I just feel quite passionate so about do I. the lies Absolutely. that we are told. But the big one for me would be, I think, just, and again, I didn't know that question was coming. I think, yeah, you, you know, you, you've got it, or at least... If there is research coming out, it's got to be highlighted who's funding it. Because if Coca-Cola yes. are funding it, or McDonald's are funding it, or, or, or me No, we're not. No, we are absolutely not. So it's really important when people do their research to see where the source is coming from. And like yeah. David said, if it's funded by these people, then they are going to tell us all the good things that McDonald's good for you, aren't they? They're going to find the goodness in that versus understanding how whole food and processed food really work. Yeah. And even my son, I mean, I'm sure your son and your, your, your kids are school age. My son last year, he's 15 now going into GCSEs. He's only made two things. He's made pizza and he's made scones. That's his total education around cooking. If I wasn't teaching him things here and I have knowledge of nutrition, I worry about how other parents really manage. And that's yeah. why I do a daily um, daily live because I, I feel I really feel responsible to educate the, the public yeah. um, because the schools are not teaching they're not teaching why we need to eat in this way yeah absolutely yet the diet industries are, are just popping up left right and center aren't they totally totally and I think it's great what you do and, uh, and I think the other thing to note as well for, for listeners Farah is that yeah you know going, just going back to the intermittent fasting thing intermittent fasting hasn't been or in my opinion and my experience hasn't been widely um, talked about, promoted, because let's face it, there's no money in intermittent fasting for anybody. Mm. Well, there exactly. is. Exactly, exactly. But actually it is. It's the person who's fasting. That's where the money is. Yeah, because they're saving on some food. Well, you save, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fantastic because, right, you're saving on food, you're also saving on time. Yeah. If you're not, if, if let's say, okay, let, let's say you're cutting out, I don't know, like six meals a week. Let's just say you don't have to shop for that. You don't have to mm -hmm. pay for that. You don't have to cook that. You don't have to have to spend time eating it. And you don't have to spend time clearing away. Mm. You have, I tell you what, Farah, I've not done it, but you count that time up over a year. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Wow. What, what positive, productive, money making if you wanted yeah. things could you do and, and the time? whole uh, education around leaving your body to allow it to rest the digestive system for a number of hours in a day is very good for your health who talks about that they don't because what, what and unfortunately intermittent fasting has been associated with the diet when it's got nothing to do with it because it hasn't got a product Absolutely. to sell to to go with it there is nothing associated with if to sell to people so people don't really understand what it actually is when you need to give your body a rest so that your fat storages are used. That's how you're going yeah. to 
you're healthy, aren't you? The inflammation is going to come down yeah. when you leave yeah. your body alone, unless you keep putting yeah. stuff in your mouth, then you're using those energies immediately versus the store energies. So like I always say, we have many meals on us. We have many meals on us. So we're walking around with lots of meals on us. We can survive for days without food. Yeah. Oh, I must, if it's okay, I must share as well with, with, yeah, with you and the listeners. Um, the, the effect on, on my weight loss when I started fasting was, was just incredible. Um, I was losing a couple of pounds on average every week until mm -hmm. I started fasting. When I started fasting, and this was immediate, I started to lose anything from five to seven pounds a week. Um, and it, it was it was to a point I, I couldn't I, I wasn't believing what the scales were telling me. And I would weigh myself several times. And um, it was just in, it was just incredible. The effect on the body your metabolism i've never amazing. i've never heard of anybody losing yeah yeah it, it was just incredible but but again when you think about right let's say you don't even do any exercise and let's say you fast for a 24-hour period just for your basic metabolism mm. you're burning off you know anything two thousand calories yeah. in, in yeah. any particular day how mm. much exercise yeah. How much exercise do you need to do yeah. to get rid of that? A lot. Hundred percent. A lot of exercise. We're actually fasting. You just don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's really simple. But, but do go for a walk. Do yeah. some movement. Yeah. I mean, I do promote exercise. Oh yeah, I know you do. Yeah. I, you, look at you. No, I do. You do so many you. ultras. You're yeah, absolutely. <laughs> David, now tell yeah. us. Tell us about your book. If people want hmm. to make a purchase, tell us about your book. Where is it yes. available? Okay, can you hear me fast? I broke can hear up you? a little bit. Yeah, we broke up a tiny bit, but we can hear you now. Hello. Hello, I can hear you. I can hear you. David, I can hear you. Hello. I can hear you. I think it could be the internet connection that's a little bit unstable. We'll just hang in there for a couple of minutes. It's going to come back, hopefully. Oh, hello. I can hear you, David. Uh, I can hear you now. Oh, Aaron. Cool. Tell us about your book. Right. Okay. Oh, brilliant. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. My book is called um, Five Stone, Four Months, Three Mountains. And it's, it, it's been, it's been a real emotional thing for me writing the book because it's, it really has followed my journey. Uh, you know, I kind of get home from doing the walk and then write my book. Oh. Um, so as I say, I started to journal. So it's, it, I want it, my journal, the, the journal part of the book is just about what I've done on a consistent daily basis so that readers can see what I did and, mm -hmm. and really how, how it wasn't that hard. You know, it wasn't, People said to me loads of times, oh, it was so hard, hard work. Well, it wasn't really, to be mm. honest with you. It would be great to say, yeah, it was really tough. But it wasn't really. Um, so I've shared everything I've done on a daily basis so that people, if they want, can follow it or similar to suit them. Mm -hmm. But I've also talked about my backstory more in detail about, and, and this really reflects on the mindset and about you know where I got to, to have to make those changes and why things happened in my life that weren't right. And how it affected my life um and then you know the reasons why i've changed so then talk about 
nutrition for me, about mm -hmm. what worked for me, about the whole foods. I talk about the exercise, about the things I avoided, things I, I did, uh, things that worked for me. Talked about the mindset and everything like that, and about then about about fasting. But then again, moving forward now, and you know the maintenance and the increase and what I want to do. So you know, for me, it's it's just it's been a good sort of jer my journey. Yeah, but with amazing. lots and lots of learnings in there, Farah, for people who want to do the same. And the fact that you wrote it in lockdown definitely makes a history, to be honest. Yeah. And I love, I love the name, Five Stones, Four Months, Three Mountains. Tell yeah. us how we can get hold of it. Okay, it's on Amazon. Okay. Um, it's, it's my, I'm known by two names, David Fernley and Dave Fernley. Okay. Um, the, on Amazon, it's Dave. I'm, on Facebook, I'm David Fernley. On Amazon, it's Dave Fernley. Yep. So if you look, and it's F E R N L E Y. Yep. That's Dave Fernley, and it's Five Stone, Four Months, Three Mountains. Um, you can get it on Kindle or you can get the hardback. Uh, we've just had it read, actually. So that's going to be going out on Audible. Oh, soon. brilliant. I love Audible. So that will be me getting that yeah. copy for sure. Okay. Yeah. Just, we've just got to listen. We've, we've just got to listen to the narrators, the readers, okay. uh, which you've got to do in the next couple of days. But yes, so it's going to be on Audible. Um, I'll let you know when it's out on Audible. Yes, please. But yeah, it's on Amazon. And, oh, brilliant. Um, I've got, Please, I've got a full straight five-star reviews at the moment, and that's not like my mum. <laughs> Congratulations, Dave. Thank you so much you, for Dave. popping in and actually, like, literally going through your journey with in, in fine detail. And I know I ask a lot of questions because I really want to understand, want to get into your head to understand what was going through with you. And you answered everything with ease, and you gave us so many golden nuggets in the meantime as well. I really, really appreciate well, you've had, the podcast. Well, well Thank you for having me. And you've asked some great questions. I've really enjoyed it. Um, thank you, David. I've done a, a number of podcasts. Some of them have been really good. And this is one of the best ones. So thank oh, you. Oh, thank you so much. I, have, I hope you have a lovely day. And I will hopefully see you soon. All right. Thanks, Farah. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Farah again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30 Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.